Anchor. You can just submit things on there now. So they can go to Anchor and submit stuff to us? They can submit stuff to us, and we can respond to it. Uh, and it's free. It costs nothing, which is pretty sick. Uh, because before, we were just dumping money into a site that would, you know, hold it ransom. I literally had to pay a different site. I had to pay to get in to download our stuff to put it on Anchor. Really? Yeah, I had to pay uh, like $15 because I let it expire to just get our stuff off and put it up on Anchor. And Anchor will never do that. So, all right. Yeah, we just get it all the time. Do you, do you have the app on there? Can we respond through the app? Yeah, you can download the app. You can respond to the things through there. You can edit your podcast through there. You can like you can record it so you can take it to your friend's house and just record it through your phone and post huh. it instantly. And and anyone that eventually chooses to contact us can contact us through there too. So that's Yeah, you can contact us through there. I like that you can uh it, you just put it on there and it puts it on like Spotify and iTunes and Google for you. I don't know. It's made it a lot easier. That's for sure. Yeah. We were, how many hours a week were you putting into like making sure everything got published before? Do you, do you remember? Um, I mean, not a lot of time, but enough time that it's, you know, it's nice having anchor because it's just easier. Okay. See, and this is a switch that I was told about last time, but I, I didn't know that uh, we could communicate with an actual fan base through it. I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, and there's advertisements. Yeah. Don't forget about that. You don't even have to have any listeners. So. Yeah. Um, Three, two, one. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. So... Um, couple of things uh that i wanted to bring up one was that guy that was smoked the uh pepper yeah what was it called carolina a reaper yeah what a fucking idiot what a moron yeah Just puts it in a bong puts it in a bowl and lights it up <laughs> and then he starts going <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i shared that with you this morning uh something liz sent to me a little while back. Let me find it here. Okay. Um, find what you need to find. Yeah. Um, um, this guy. Uh, so, of course, this. Uh, I think this took place in Florida. Of course. Um, oh, no. Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Okay. Alabama. Police called it a meth-fueled attack squirrel. Oh, I heard about that. Yes. A guy was like... Giving it meth? Yeah. And then they released it out into the public afterwards. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'll just read the story for you guys. Um, Mickey Polk has been booked into jail more than two dozen times. He's on the run from the police who plan to arrest him on drug and weapon possession charges as soon as they catch up to him. But that doesn't mean that he isn't a responsible squirrel owner, he says. My squirrel is babied beyond anything anyone can possibly imagine. The 35-year-old fugitive told the Washington Post in a phone call from an undisclosed location early Thursday morning, it has a very good life. Polk and his unusual pet have been the spotlight since Monday when authorities in Limestone County, Alabama, or, or yeah, Alabama, mm -hmm. uh, accused him of keeping an attack squirrel in a cage and feeding it methamphetamine so it would stay aggressive. 
The story made national headlines, but Polk insists that he raised the squirrel as if it were his own child, bottle-feeding it every few hours and keeping it warm with a heating pad when it was first born, and any allegations to the contrary are slander. He doesn't even like it when people smoke around his pet. The squirrel is not on meth, he insisted. I honestly think that would actually kill it. It probably would. Yeah. Polk and the squirrel, who he named D's Nuts, have had a wild couple of days, according to the Decatur Daily. Narcotics officers from the Limestone County Sheriff's Office were tipped off about the squirrel during a drug investigation, and they showed up with a search warrant on Monday. They seized an unspecified quantity of methamphetamine drug, paraphernalia, ammunition, and body armor from the apartment and confiscated the squirrel. Polk wasn't there, but another man was present and was arrested and charged with possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and loitering in a drug house. Welcome to the South, man. One ma- neighbor told, told WAAY, we've got squirrels on meth. In fact, the Daily reported it was impossible to conf- confirm the animal's alleged meth use. Officers didn't find any drugs in his cage, and there was no way to safely didn't test the squirrel for meth. But, it, but because it's illegal to keep a squirrel as a pet in Alabama, they couldn't just leave him there because the creature seemed healthy and wasn't emaciated. The police released it into a wooded area nearby. Polk, for his part, claims that he had moved out of the apartment several several weeks before because he didn't want to continue to live a certain kind of lifestyle, and his name wasn't on the lease. The squirrel was going to be the last thing he moved over to his new place because his new roommate had a cat who he thought might scare it. He had been going back to his old apartment every day to check on the squirrel and feed him. He told the Post, but the contraband that the police found there was not his. The charges that are on me are just as bogus as a a squirrel doing meth, he said. Once he learned that the police had released the squirrel outdoors, Polk went back to try to find his twitchy companion. (laughs) He had never planned on adopting a squirrel in the first place, but about a year ago, while working for a company cutting trees, the baby fell off of a branch. Polk, whose previous pets included a raccoon, a tarantula, and a tarantula took the small creature home for the next six weeks. He woke up every two hours to feed him formula and make sure that the heating pad was working. Eventually, he trained this squirrel to use a litter box, sleep in a hammock, and eat potato chips and caramel M&Ms. <laughs> Super healthy. I'm going to call you these nuts. Um, when the animal started having seizures, Polk took him to the veterinarian over the state line in Tennessee who diagnosed the squirrel with a calcium deficiency and told Polk to cut back on nuts and seeds and give the squirrel more squash and avocados. Okay. Polk told the Post that there was no question he had to go back for the squirrel. The creature had been living in captivity since he was just a few hours old and would surely die if left to fend for himself in the wild. Returning to the scene of the drug raid, he heard a screaming sound coming from a tree about 50 to 60 feet away. It was his pet. Once he saw it, he... Once he saw me, he came down, he jumped on my arm, and we got, a, got in the car and left. And now there's a picture of him. He looks like a real winner. I've seen him, yep. He doesn't, uh, doesn't look like a responsible pet yeah. owner. So just imagine this guy out in the woods yelling, D's, D's nuts! D's nuts! 
Daddy's not. <laughs> Come home. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my wife sent that to me the other day, and I thought that was really, really funny. How sad is that that that's national news? That's the most important thing we have to talk about. Is no, a... it's not the most important thing. It's the thing that they want us to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's true. So, um, yeah, I so like this reminded me kind of of my grandpa a little bit. My grandpa, he lived up in the mountains in a log cabin, and um, he had two squirrels that lived in the trees around his house. Yeah. Um, he started feeding them sunflower seeds one year, and he named them uh, Bonnie and Clyde. And uh, these things never hibernated. Because they had a constant food source. They were the fattest squirrels I've ever seen in my life. That's amazing. That's how my grandma's house was. She used <laughs> to feed squirrels, and they would stick around. Do you know who also owned pet squirrels? Mm-mm. Bob Ross. He did? Yeah. Did he, he live pet... in his hair? No. Like, he just, like, uh, there's an episode of uh, one of his painting um, episodes, and he's got two pet squirrels on set with him. That's insane. Freaking Bob. Of course he would. Yeah. So, you know, Bob Ross, uh, this questionable guy from Alabama, and my grandfather, pet squirrels. It's a rising trend. I Somebody guess, better tap into that market. I guess so. You know, I mean, like, squirrels are kind of cute little creatures, I guess. Yeah. What's up with the... Uh, it could be the background. Okay, the background of the... Okay, cool. So... Um, this is why we're going to a studio, ladies and gentlemen. That's nice and silent. Yeah. What you're hearing in the background currently is called a washing machine because we have to make our clothes clean. For those of you who don't know, a washing machine, you put your clothes in it and it spins it around until they're clean. Yeah. Usually involves a little bit of soap and water somewhere in there. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah, so our last episode, I didn't film went very well and that's why i wanted to come over and try to get on another one as soon as possible but uh forgot that my wife had made plans for us so now we're crunched for time yeah but well it happens yeah where are you guys going uh yes you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yes yes uh somebody she knows it's their house that's, gotcha. That's all I know. No restaurant with beer, unfortunately, huh? No, but we were asked to buy beer on the way. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. So I will. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, but, yeah, like, I I don't have a problem with it because it's my wife. Like, yeah. And she talked to me about it. I know she talked to me about it. Um, I just have a shitty memory. Yeah, no, and that's I for, okay. I forget stuff like that all the time now on the other hand when i was a child my mom used to constantly volunteer me for shit oh me too like oh you're gonna go help mrs so-and-so like shovel her driveway yeah. no right i'm not is it really charity if you don't want to do it <laughs> it has to be from your own will it's not volunteering it's voluntolding yeah exactly yeah, did you volunteer yourself too mom Oh, no. No, I'm going to sit there and drink wine with this person while you do all their <laughs> yard work for them. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, I'm Typical not... Typical mother. Like, like that was my mom, 100%. Hey, we're going to do yard work today. And by doing yard work meant 
I was outside with my brother pulling weeds, and she was sitting there drinking beer on the back porch. Yeah. I'm out there getting sunburnt and dehydrated. Fuck. And mom's getting tipsy. While probably degrading you in conversation. Yeah. At the same time. That's what my mom did. She'd volunteer me for all this stuff and then talk about how big of a piece of shit I was. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I was a teenager, for sure. Love you, mom. Yeah, have sort of tons of people come over and she just tell me, "Oh, I wish he would do that. I wish he would do that." Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yep, they don't get I, it. And then, and then you wonder why, uh, as a as an adult, like we don't really want anything to do with you. Like, yeah. Like, and you call us, and it's a hassle to me. The tables that, have turned. Yeah, like you call me and you want to have a conversation with me. Well, guess what? I'm not interested anymore. You know, like. Yeah, Mo- most mothers I don't think are like that. I think it's just this whole like inner mountain west sort of deal. It could be, yeah. Um, for whatever reason, but because my my wife's mother is not like that, and she grew up in the Midwest. Yeah, but you know, like, yeah. Now now it's my my mom will call me and try to tell me something, and I couldn't care less. I think what it is is lack of independency or like being codependent because that's how my mom is i feel like without my dad yes have no she'd probably be on me all the time it's codependency i think i can see that because um my my mom uh has been going through a divorce and fuck it's been going on for almost a fucking year way to go guys can't figure that shit out i want the equity out of the house so i can pay my attorney when this is all over uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it goes, too. Yeah. Um, and you're both broke at the end. Um, but, yeah, she's always been with somebody. She's always been in some sort of relationship. And now that she's not, she, like, is just constantly trying yeah. to feed off of my energy, I think. Right. And You got to um, play matchmaker for mom now. No, dude. Unless I can find <laughs> that guy that was talking about tequila the other day at the Belgian Waffle. Yeah. Yeah, that, that guy. Your mom <laughs> likes tequila, or mom. my mom likes tequila, you like tequila, you know, like, I think you guys should get together. Um, we just, me and my brother really just want you to hook up. Yeah, so. And this big trucker guy, oh, yeah, hook up with Susie. So, as far as how down south looks, um, related to an Arby's menu, are we talking about, like, a number one, a number three, <laughs> a, f- a five, you know, like. Up to the imagination. And I, was, I don't know. I've never really looked that close, and I'm grateful that I haven't had the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <clears throat> yeah, I, mean, I, I can, I can see the codependency thing for sure. Like it's it's totally something that uh, until recently I didn't recognize in in my mom. But like she started this divorce process and then immediately moved in with a. Yeah, the ten-year challenge. Yeah, the ten-year challenge. Yep, exactly. Uh, and then she uh, moved in with uh, one of my friend's mo- moms that I've known since kindergarten. Lived there for quite a while, and now she's living with a family member. It's like she can't function on her own. It's really odd, you know. Yeah. And the only time I remember her living, quote unquote, by herself, was when. We were kids, and she wasn't by herself because we were kids, and we were like, right. we had to live there with her. So. Yeah. 
A lot um, of people are scared of their own thoughts. You spend I, too much time alone. I'm kind of like Simon and Garfunkel. I just embrace it. You know, hello, darkness, my old friend. I kind of like it. Yeah. Like, I like being well, around quietness. Well, and isn't that the point of meditation? Yes, you? that's yeah. a huge part. Like, yeah. n- not enough people meditate, and they're too afraid they're, to spend time with themselves, so they go out and drink, like, get hammered. It's because then you don't have to spend time thinking about your life. Yeah, I've actually started, um, since I am Buddhist, I haven't been practicing for a while, but I I did um, start this last week, which is probably part of why I'm so tired, but uh, waking up earlier to meditate for a half hour before I start my day um, and actually go over the the, um, the sutras and, and stuff in the in the service book. Which are kind of like affirmations, right? Uh, they're affirmations or chants. It's just kind of like a thing to get your mind into the right place. Yeah. Um, so the, the chants, they last anywhere from five minutes to 20 minutes, and it takes a lot of focus to do them and that's why it's like part of the meditation process because it like it you have to push everything else out of your mind in order to stay on track with it right right? so um i've started doing that in the morning i don't think my wife likes it that much um because i have to follow along with a tape because i don't have the cadence down yeah so there's like this japanese guy going gong yeah very deep yeah, and um, I don't, I don't think she appreciates it, but she's okay with it to a degree. Yeah. You should so. get some headphones. I should. They I are. should. I have some really good Sony ones. I paid thirty bucks for it. Perfect. And I, I think the other problem is, is I also ring the bell mm. like the way I'm supposed to, and and everything to like call attention to, to meditation and yeah, you know, to like end meditation and all this stuff. So. I, I don't know. Um, what time are you getting up at? 5.30. Okay, that's a good time. <laughs> that's a good time. I mean, hell, I'm going to start going to that anytime. You should just go to the anytime with me and do it there. Yeah? Yeah, there's no one there. I mean, I I like getting up early because it, it staples like this is like you're getting on top of the day before it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully they figure out what's going on with my... um sleep and then i can be a little more consistent with it they think i've got sleep apnea so oh really yeah they don't think it's tied to the pain shooting up your neck how's that been uh i mean it's there yeah and is it as sharp as it was before is it like no but i've been on gabapentin for two weeks okay so you think you're like just normalizing the pain a little bit well that and gabapentin's a neuro um transmission blocker yeah it's, it's called neurontin uh, is the trade name and it blocks nerve impulses okay so if it is neurological pain which i think it is um it's blocking the signal okay gotcha and i've been taking it for two weeks yeah it's weird i wonder how much we normalize pain as far like just throughout our life like just gradually deteriorating we get a higher tolerance for pain and then I think that's what makes us not give a shit later in life. Yeah. Like, if you go get a massage or something, you feel like a different person afterwards. You're like, holy shit, is this how I'm supposed to feel all of the time? But unfortunately, you know, to get a $50 massage every week doesn't meet most... It's, un- it's undoable for a lot of people. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm one of those people that it's not a feasible thing to do. I'm one of those people when I'm in old age, I'm going to be doing it every... Because I see the benefit for it, but yeah, it's expensive. It's yeah. really expensive. Yeah, um, and to me, there's a there's a small amount of beauty in just becoming like old and rigid and creaky and i just don't want to be like i don't want to look like a question mark posture you know what i oh, mean that's, that's just um keeping your posture in line yeah. and in check and your core strength up in general uh the the thing that you're referring to it's a condition called kyphosis kyphosis and it's downward curvature of the upper spine um and it's a combination of osteoporosis a lack of uh core strength and poor posture just over the years yeah exercise that's i think we're going to see a lot healthier younger people because of how common gyms are arnold revolutionized that as far as putting a gym up everywhere and now you see people hiking outside going to the gym which you didn't see in the 70s and 60s mainstream it was just not a thing you just grew old and you were 70 and you just were like crippled and bent over yeah now you're seeing guys with six packs that are in their 80s yeah like Jack LaLanne. Yeah. Look at, uh, Schwarzenegger is a good example, but even uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, 70s. Yeah. I mean, they're on some, some growth hormone. They said For that. Sure. They, they've uh, openly said that. But, you know, they just want to stay in shape and be able to do the things they do and, and you know, dick down their wives. That's what they're doing. Yeah. And they're probably doing that more than I am, to be honest. So, well. They're in a better mental space. They they put in their work. I mean, look at Stallone. He was. Do you hear the story about Rocky? Do you know how that whole like how he became Rocky? Yeah. No. So he uh, he wrote the thing. He was poor. He wrote the script and he went to to places to pitch it. And they're like, "You'll never be an actor. Your your lisp is too thick. We'll buy it from you for I think it was a hundred thousand dollars, but you're yeah. not going to play Rocky." And he was like, "Fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm going to be it." So he put everything on the line. Uh, the people at the studio mortgaged their houses, like sec- did a second mortgage to pay for the movie. Wow! And it worked. And, and now we've yeah, got he was in his th- Rocky, yeah. Rambo. We've got um, the Expendables. I think he was in his thirties. Judge Dredd. And he, everyone kept telling him he couldn't be an actor, but he was like, "I'm gonna do it." Demolition. Fuck man. you guys! I'm gonna do it. Do what I want. And then eventually it happened. Good for him, dude. In his 30s, though. Like, and, and anyone you know what's c- crazy to me? Rocky is a fictional character, right? Yeah. They have a statue of him in Philadelphia. More people know who Rocky is than uh, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, they have a statue of a fictional character. Yeah, in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Run up the steps. Everyone does it. It's an iconic thing. Go to Philadelphia. You'll see people run up the steps and, and put their hands in the air. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone, man. Uh, he's made a lot of good movies over the years, too. I think my favorite is probably Demolition Man, just because just of how ridiculous it is, and it's got Rob Schneider in it. And I was glad they did the escape plan. with uh, the, the escape plan was good, but then there was the one with uh, Robert De Niro, Sylvester Stallone, where it was like a cop. It was, like the, it was talking about the New Jersey-New York split, like the corruption in cops. Yeah. Really good film. Yeah, I have uh there was another one that um what's his name uh made is De Niro and the guy that played uh um Scarface. Oh, Al Pacino. Yeah. They made a cop movie that was pretty interesting. And there's The Washer again. Mm-hmm. Um 
God, I can't remember the name of it right now. It's like, um, I don't know. It's about a corrupt cop, though, that, like, kills somebody. And he gets his friend to confess the murder for him on camera because he's, like, going to take his own life or something like that. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. That one, uh, late 80s or early 90s? Uh, no, it was, like, early 2000s. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Al Pacino and Stallone. No, not Stallone. De Niro? De Niro. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two iconic Italian men. Yeah. No, wait. Pacino's Cuban, isn't he? I'm not sure. He plays a lot of Italians, though. He played a Cuban in Scarface. Yeah, but... Come on, come on, come on. What do you got to do? Come on. Yeah, but, I mean, I could play a Cuban technically. Yeah, get a, I mean, get a, get a nice tan in for a couple months and then... I don't know many Cubans with blue eyes, but I could play a Cuban theoretically. Yeah. You know, like, um, yeah, but De Niro, man, uh, who was it him or Danny DeVito that was uh, the penguin in the Batman? Danny DeVito. DeVito? Yep. God, I love Danny DeVito, dude. He's a funny guy. Uh, someone uncovered a shrine to him inside of a middle school. Really? Yeah. How did, dude? I don't. I will never understand that culture. <laughs> what the Danny DeVito? No, culture? how their young kids are referring back. Like, why did he strike with the younger I generation? I don't think it was them. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think it was like back when he was way popular in movies, and uh, the people that were in the school at the time. Yeah. Uh, built this thing, and it wasn't discovered until. Like, uh, part of the wall fell apart. Yeah. And it's in a middle school bathroom. Oh, my hell. Behind the towel rack. And I think the towel rack fell off finally. And Yeah. What in the hell? Yeah, there's a little Danny DeVito shrine back there. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, sorry. Not in a uh, middle school bathroom. College Okay, that bathroom. makes more sense. College. But even then... But, why do people my generation idolize this guy who is still a big-time actor when Clooney was? Like, Clooney doesn't strike with a younger generation. Yeah. Danny DeVito does. He's the short, fat dude. I think it's because he looks like a satyr, and yeah, people like that. Yeah, it could be. Um, but that and uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. That, that is something that really does click with a lot of people. Yeah. But I think he was in... Was he in Taxi? I can't remember. Uh, Danny DeVito. I don't think he was. No. That was De Niro. Young, young De Niro. In Taxi? You talking to me? You talking to no, me? No. No. The TV show, Taxi. Oh, Taxi. Oh, I thought... Taxi Driver is what I'm thinking of, huh? Yeah. With De Niro? Yeah. I, I haven't seen the um, TV I, show. I think he was in Taxi as the uh, dispatcher. Okay. Uh, you should watch uh, Black Mirror. I think that's... Yeah? Oh, it's incredible. It goes over so much of the AI stuff we've been talking about and, like, video games, VR, all that stuff. But it's, like, more in the future. Orwellian, like, crazy. Like, two friends yeah. put on the VR. They've been friends for 10-plus years, and they used to play video games. His friend, 10 years later, comes to a birthday party. He's like, here's this new video game with VR. You just put it to your head snaps on your head and then you lose consciousness and go in the game yeah. and then they start having an affair in the game him and his best friend even though the guy's married he's like does this make us gay he's like i don't know 
Does it? They meet <laughs> up in real life and they kiss. They're like, nah, nah, I don't feel anything. <laughs> it's crazy, though. It's like where our humanity is if we progressed 50 years with this Orwellian. Well, I mean, that they hinted at that to a degree in Demolition Man. Did they? Yeah, um, like uh, Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone, they start making a, getting a relationship going. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, okay, I want to have sex with this guy. And it's all through VR. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. super confused about it, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, that's, you know, it's just really weird. Um, yeah, VR is going to get crazy. I don't think that's a craze. Like, I think the 3D movies was a craze. Oh, yeah. I think VR is the future. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Like, even what you played in a phone is just a sliver of what the, the real one is. Yeah. I want to get the real one because you can actually stand up and you put cameras in the corners yeah, of your room. Yeah, it's like sensors and everything like that. Yeah, it knows where you're at. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I've uh, done one of those, actually. Oh, you the, have? The full-on Oculus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty crazy. What did you play? Um it was a demo game. Um it was like a dungeon raiding game kind of like Did uh, you have to shoot anything? No. Okay. No, it uh it was like a dungeon raiding game kind of like uh what's it called? A uh, Diablo. Okay, Except yeah. Except for you're like first person in the yeah. world. And yeah, but you have to like walk around through the tunnels and I'll tell it, it's pretty like immersive that. like for a guy who can't get into video games that much, that actually makes me kind of interested in it because it blocks out the other shit around you. So you don't have to like look around the room, get distracted by a dog or whatever. If uh, you guys go back and watch a series called Red Dwarf, it's a BBC series. Um, they also hint at VR in that. And this was done like way long time ago. See, and the, the, so, the military has uh, VR prototypes and like patents back in the 60s yeah so i think it's just trickle down technology that's always been my belief so like whatever is on the like the most upper echelon of vr technology we can't see right now it's probably like truly realistic i think and i don't think this is more conspiracy i think anyone that just thinks logically would agree with this the government has technology beyond our wildest dreams they just don't know how to develop it so they put it out into the free market for them to develop the technology right and then they study that that's yeah. where you get government grants from they're like we don't we have the tech but we don't know how to do anything with right it. right um speaking of uh video games looking realistic or semi-realistic or whatever i was uh playing mlb 2019 the show yeah yesterday and my father-in-law came over, and he's like, oh, uh, who's playing? Yeah. Like, he thought it was a legit baseball game on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I am. He's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, it's a video game, man. He's like, wow. Yeah. They look this good now? Yeah. That's so, how my dad was. I showed him Red Dead Redemption too. I'm like, you can do anything. He's like, what do you mean? Like, you can just walk around this big world. And pet dogs. Yeah. I'm going to show – I'm going to take a – uh, an oculus I, I do want to get an oculus eventually but uh, i want to show them that because from them coming from nothing yeah black and white tv to where it is now oh yeah has to be mind-blowing so i can only assume it's going to be the same way for us well and and when i look back you know like everyone in nowadays have a, has a smartphone in their pocket touch yeah. screen can watch videos on it 
can access the internet on it, can play games that were only possible to play on like the first generation PlayStation back right. in the day. Yeah. Um, and there's so there's all this stuff out there on on smartphones, and I remember when my mom got her first cell phone. Yeah. And it was like the brick. I'm calling in an airstrike in Vietnam sized like the car phone yeah era yeah it was like this massive and you could just feel the radiation coming off of oh yeah right and now everyone is like oh i've got this little tiny computer let it does admit radiation i'm gonna put it in my pocket right next to my testicles yeah 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 (laughs) and (laughs) exactly i feel that way i honestly when i put my phone by my side if i'm listening to something i feel like there's something off yeah like i just feel like it's not good yeah so i have to put it like away from me i don't know if it's sub- subliminal subconscious bullshit or well i mean there are radio waves going through it and they're i they do emit a small amount of radiation yeah uh not as bad as the ones back in like the 80s did right but that's a there's more stuff coming out about 5g now that we're getting closer and closer because 5g so you have like radio waves that are able to travel far but they're like this 5g goes like this and it's far so it doesn't go as far it's just more more concentrated yeah so they're putting antennas everywhere and 4g we've even like i i think that the horns that we're growing on the back of our heads not only is looking down so much but it has to be some sort of radiation mutation like how does a, a bone just start growing uh, technically it's an osteophyte, but yeah, I, I, I saw a thing about that. Yeah. That, um, a lot of young people under the age of like 25, yeah. uh, are starting to develop these weird little like bone protrusions on the back of their head. I have a defined bump on the back of my head. That... Every, everyone does have that. Okay. Okay. Um, if you feel it on your dog, it's yeah. going to feel more like a triangle. Okay. Uh, it's part of where your uh, jaw muscles attach. Okay. But the specific horn thing, I don't know what's up with that and what muscle attachments are going to develop out of that. Yeah. But, I mean, it is a process of evolution. You're you're actively seeing evolution happening right now. Right. And, um, you know, like, <clears throat> I was watching a whole bunch of stuff. It's on a show called Eon or Eons. Eons? Yeah. Uh, you can just watch like these little 10 minute episodes and it like explains certain evolutionary patterns through different species and like how turtles came around is just really, really interesting because they're like, Oh, we tracked it back to this thing that had wide ribs that helped anchor it to the ground to, so it could dig. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, it continued to develop wider and wider ribs throughout the fossil history. Yeah. And, that left it like it couldn't move as fast, so then that left it prone to attack. So then they started to develop like their spines started to protrude a little bit and like develop into that carapace. Okay. Yeah. I I think one of the most interesting things of evolution are dolphins. Yeah. Uh, I listened to a really interesting podcast where they talked about what if dolphins were at some evolutionary point we split. And one went into the sea and one went on land because dolphins are almost as intelligent or more intelligent than humans. Right. And they get social cues and they understand like emotion. And they rape. Yeah. And they rape. So what if 
dolphins are us, just a different branch of evolution, just it's branched possible. off somewhere. It's possible. So, and the sea is something we just don't understand fully to begin with. Yeah. So the reason I started watching this was uh, it was about the evolution of squids originally, and I just kept going through episode ap- after episode. And uh, apparently, you know, like what a nautilus is. Yeah. Um, squids are loosely related to those through like the fossil record. Um, apparently, there was like a type of I forget what they call it, but it. It was. It looks like a squid, but it's got a hard shell on it, and it was able to like change the salinity content of its blood, and suck the water out of the shell that way. Wow! And it replaces it with gas, so then it started becoming buoyant and being able to move around. That's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, this horn thing—it's just like I'm not going to call it bad. I'm not going to call it good either. But I. It's probably just a thing, you know, like like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you think that evolutionary, if the planet's around that long, since our air quality is shit, our lungs are going to become more resilient through evolution? Uh, it's possible, definitely possible. Because I mean, like that's all evolution is—is is, uh, it really? It's a genetic um, defect or anomaly mm-hmm. that takes root. But then um, adaptation. It, well, it's not an adaptation. It's actually like a mutation of some kind. Okay. But then, for some reason, that mutation is beneficial for the survival of that particular mutation. Okay. And uh, in the environment, and it, and then it gets passed along to offspring and develops that way. So we could become feral ghouls if we don't get our shit together. Yes, I mean, but like that—that's all it is, though. Is it's like an adaptation or a. Um, it's adaptation through mutation. So you have like a, a genetic defect, what yep. would be considered a defect. Okay. But like, say you have this defect, all these people with horns are now the only ones left. Right. Because it made them able to survive the condition in a better way than right. everyone else. Now everyone's going to have those because it's genetically indicated okay gotcha for the rest of the offspring does that make sense yeah that makes sense and that that's how it happens it's like a small mutation for whatever reason and then that's all that's left because everyone else has died because they can't uh, they can't cope with the changing environment or whatever gotcha okay yeah it's like they said squids and octopus um are around because the the thing that they evolved from, they can see a fossil record of them side by side. Right. But the thing that they evolved from, there was like some sort of event and it changed the oxygen content and heat of the ocean. Yeah. Okay. And squids and octopus were able to go down to a deeper level in the ocean okay. than this thing was. And it wiped those out. Interesting. So now we have like this remnant of something that started like 250 million years ago. See, and even evolution evolution's crazy because it can happen at a big scale and it can happen at a small scale, but people don't realize it happens at a small scale. Like if you start a new skill, you start playing the guitar or whatever, and you do that every day for an hour, you evolve into being a good guitar player or any skill you can yeah, think of. Yeah, your tendons stretch, your bone structure changes, yeah. everything like that. And then also um, what the idea would be behind that is you have um, – 
generations and generations of that happening. Yeah. Um, on some level. And so then like somebody just winds up like passing on a certain genetic mutation from their, um, gametes to the next, the next offspring. And now everyone has that. So now everyone's a good piano player. Everyone's a good guitar player has the potential to be because they have the specific tendon and bone structure for it. Right. Like genetics that are passed on is literally code. Yeah. It's literally code. So you can, uh, like I could have a, insanely good jazz player or something multi-generations back and s- somewhere that genetic code exists it's just if you're willing to develop that or uh right and it's the development over over generations that causes the ultimate shift for everyone to have the same thing so like all turtles have shells yeah right yep um it was the development of the shell uh multiple generations in a row like these creatures are like oh this is beneficial this is beneficial this is beneficial and then all of a sudden all of them are born with it because either the predator population increased or whatever right and it wiped out all the ones that didn't have it does that make sense yeah that makes sense so that's kind of uh what i think this horn thing might be i don't know it know, could man. be, but it's funny that there's awareness around it, so I wonder if that's going to... Alter it? Well, I wonder if that's going to alter the direction that we're heading as far as like, okay, we realize that these phones are more addictive than we thought, and now they're starting to take countermeasures where, it, like on Samsung and iPhone, they give you a report of how much you're spending in certain apps, so then you're consciously aware, like, holy shit, I'm spending four hours a day on this? Like, yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah. So hopefully cognitively switch the perception of what people uh, right. deem acceptable. But also smartphones were in essence a cr- created to make people addicted to it. Yeah, but I, I mean like everything around a smartphone is built to have you stare at that screen nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They I mean they Google and Facebook openly admit that they hire thousands of engineers that also were employed by casinos to make them as addictive as possible. Like, study psychology so that we can exploit that to then feed more eyes on our platform to get across whatever we want. Right, right. Um, So, I think it'll switch from being this. I don't even think it's going to go to the watch. I think it'll be just part of our existence eventually. The new new version of uh, Total Recall with uh, Colin Farrell. Yeah. It's in his hand. And he, like, goes like that, and it shows up on glass. Yeah. Or. Yeah. He, like, dials and does stuff through his hands. Now, imagine it all just being through your vision. Because now that's what they're portraying through Black Flag. It's like, oh, you don't like somebody? I don't like somebody who walks in my door. I can block them. They become a, a blur in my vision. They can't see me, and we can't talk to each other. Huh. And it all does it through perception. That seems very dangerous. Yeah. Like... If automated cars don't become a thing, that could be a serious problem. And then they, they talk about in Black Mirror, like he goes through pictures of them. He can't even see the picture memory because he's blocked. Oh, really? So he goes through pictures. They're just blurs, blurs, blurs. Offspray of that person. Let's say he has a kid with her. She blocks him. He can't see him? Can't see the kid. Really? And, and the kid can't see him. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so imagine like blocking through phones but in life. Yeah, and it basically Black Mirror is the the uh that universe. Like what what could happen if we allow technology to progress? 
anymore. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much, anymore. yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I've never watched Black Mirror, so I I wouldn't know. But. They had these implants in their head, and husband and wife would, instead of sleeping with each other, they would just go back and play like a DVR in their head of like when they first got married and like the passion was there and everything. They would both do that yeah. to get off, and st- but they're laying right next to each other. Like it's fucking crazy. Huh. Black Mirror is like psychology meets technology. What well, could happen? Interesting. It's kind of weird at first. They, uh, one of them starts off the first season. There's a official from the government. And then this group kidnaps this lady and says, you're either going to have sex with a pig on live television or we're going to assassinate this chick. And it's like scenarios like that. And they can't track down where this guy is. I'd be like, well, I guess you're assassinating the girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like a big political game. I can't remember why why he couldn't, but it was because he got in office and he wasn't he wasn't making the proper decisions. So the powerful people around him orchestrated that to happen hmm. to get him out of office to sway public opinion. Yeah. Well, for me, I guess uh, they'd be assassinating somebody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's I thought about that a couple of days ago too. I mean, too. like there's no way I'm sleeping with my ex again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, there I got it, it is. I just got it. <laughs> yeah, Black Flag. It's a good show. Black Mirror, not Black Flag. That's a pirate show, I think. No, Black Sails is a pirate show. Black, Black Sails. Flag is an Assassin's Creed game. That's right. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. So Black Mirror... Black Cells is an interesting show, but it's not one I could really get into. It's about uh, a guy like just basically trying to manage a pirate ship. Oh, that sounds boring. You said manage, and I'm, I'm out already. Um, sounds like football manager 2019. <laughs> yeah, well, um, apparently in those uh, football games and baseball games, there is a manager mode. Where yeah. you can like manage. See, I'm fine with team. that. I just don't understand a full game devoted to managing a sports team. That's all. You don't get to play. You just manage. Like that <laughs> sounds like shit. <laughs> Speaking of, what are we looking up here? Um, I'm looking at how the Yanks did. Oh, oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Twelve to eight against the Red Sox. Yep. So they're 54 wins, 28 losses. So they are. Uh, I think they're number one. Yep, they're ahead of Tampa Bay by quite a bit. Is this in the AL? Or? This is in the AL. Yep, Eastern Division. And compared to, they have more wins than the Twins, Central, Western Astros. They're beating out the Astros, so they're in the lead for the American. And they are in the lead. Ooh, the Dodgers. It could come down to the Dodgers versus the Yanks. The Yanks are doing good this year. I'm shocked. Yeah, my team is not doing very well, but that's okay. I oh, still love you guys. Yankees weren't doing good for quite a few seasons. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, at they, the beginning of uh, this season, I swear to God, there was like three weeks with just straight L's. Really? For the, <laughs> for the Angels, but it's okay. I still love you guys. I Look, they're sitting even at 42-42 right and now. And honestly, that's not that bad. They could overtake the Athletics. What a dumbass name. What a dumbass name for a baseball team. 
Oh, uh, what, what are we going to call it? You team? know what's funny is they also play in a, an old converted football stadium. Really? Yeah. Dude, well, no, I, I don't think it's a converted one. I think they still use it as a football stadium. It's uh, the Athletics and the Raiders share the same stadium. Okay. Yeah. What what the hell happened with baseball? Like everyone, if you look at old Babe Ruth footage, or Jackie Robinson, he's a baseball player. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, guy. <laughs> you have everyone in the audience. They're all dressed up. They're dressed in a suit and tie, wearing hats. They get up and cheer for the guy before he even hits anything. And uh, there was just like a camaraderie in baseball, and now it's gotten to the point where people are shouting shit at the people, <laughs> and no True. one's like truly into it. Like, yeah, okay, you can follow some players, but there's no big name. There's no like huge names that everyone knows. Like, that's the guy. That's I would baseball. disagree. Really? Yeah. I would totally disagree. But outside of sports, if you talk to somebody about baseball and you say, hey, this guy. They're not going to be like if they don't if they've never paid attention to baseball. But back then, it was like Babe Ruth. Well, there wasn't as many distractors back then. Either. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. You not know, as much shit to do. Like you had radio. Yeah. Right. Um, some black and white footage, obviously. But uh, do you know what the rule of the first televised baseball game was? No. According to the like the F the FCC or whoever is in charge of that, mm -mm. just make sure there's somebody on camera all the time. Interesting. Okay. Like, that's how uncertain they were of the camera technology. Huh. Just make sure, for broadcasting purposes, to keep it as lively as possible that there is some one doing something in front of the camera at all times. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's true. Even at the baseball game we went to, there's all these little side attractions to keep people's attention there. Yeah. Like fruit running around a fucking field. Well, that was in between innings, but yeah. Yeah, but it, I mean, if they didn't do that and they were like, it's just break time, everyone would kind of like lose interest be like, should we just go? Should we just leave? <laughs> that's true, though. Yeah, because uh, I don't think they had stuff like that in those games. Yeah. In between innings. I don't think so. But... um. They, ju they probably just charged reasonable price for beer so people could get drunk and have a good time. <laughs> Instead, you have to... It's $8 a beer at our local stadium, and we don't even have a, a professional team. Yeah. We have a AAA affiliate. Like, if you, if you want to get five beers and food, you're going to have to mortgage... You're going to have to remortgage your house. Yeah. Almost. Like, if yeah. you're doing that constantly... It's ridiculous. You can easily spend a hundred. I heard some fuck before us in front of us said they spent a hundred dollars on a t-shirt. I don't care what minor league AAA team you are. I'm not spending a hundred dollars on your goddamn t-shirt. For for me, it'd be a matter of who the player is, um, and if it's a t-shirt versus an actual jersey. It was a t-shirt that said Utah, the Utah Bees or whatever. That's it. There's bumper stickers, $20 is what I heard the person in front of me say. Go fuck yourself. That's my that's my You can probably buy some off of uh, good old uh, Steve's website for less than that. I could get a date with a major league baseball player for less than that <laughs> on some team. You know there's got to be one guy that would say, "Yes." Yeah. Yeah. The bees charging $20 for a, a bumper sticker, $10 for parking. It's cuz we it's cuz Mike Trout 
right now. I yeah. think that's honestly it. Mike Trout came through here, and now he's like a fucking phenom. And yep. it, it's crazy, though, because Mike Trout is an insanely good player. Yeah. Uh, he's just not on a team that can support support it. So, like... I, I feel like if they lowered the general price for baseball games, more people would go. Oh, yeah. And since they're so high and, like, parking's expensive, the seats are expensive, the drinks and food are now expensive, no one wants to go because they're like, well, shit, man. Let's just go buy a bunch of alcohol and food and then watch it on TV. Let's stream it from some bootleg site. Yeah. And that that's not me. I genuinely enjoy going to the games and I stuff, do, too. I wish they were cheaper for the whole thing to be filled. Yeah. Like, so the energy was there. Yeah. Um, one one safety thing at those, though, is, like, you do have to be involved in the game. If you're not, you'll get fucking brained by a ball or a broken bat if you're not careful. Yeah, one of those guys threw a ball in the air. I didn't even know. Everyone was freaking out. He threw a foul ball up into the stand backwards. He was like, whoosh. And then it landed right on right in front of me on, that, on the uh, chair, bounced off. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. I didn't know what was going on. People were just like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> looking up. Here, I was like, holy shit, what's happening? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. If we could just get rid of the heckler from last time, then it'd be a good. Experience. It was fine for the first 30 minutes, but Jesus Christ, he kept going. Yeah. Six fucking innings of listening to this guy. Say the same line over and over again, too. Here come ball four. Yeah. Yeah. Now serving ball four. Yeah. And then somebody finally yelled at him. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and his wife was like, this is a fucking baseball game. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not necessarily. They actually had a thing posted around the stadium. If, Please call this number if there's an asshole next to you. Yeah. Call or text this number if there's inappropriate fan behavior going on. Oh, God. And then he shut up for a while, and I was like, did somebody report him? Did somebody report him? Nope. And then there he, he goes He just again. came back with two beers in his hand. Yep. <laughs> $16 worth of beer. He's the only heckler in the park, too. We just so happened to be sitting in front of him. Yeah, about, like, what, five or six rows down? Something yep. Something like that. Yeah, that's uh, not a bad spot. No, it wasn't because uh, you have the potential to catch a couple of flies because the net's not in the way. Um, yeah. And you like get decent, like a decent view of everything. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, uh, they're fun. They're fun to go to. I just wish more people would go. Yeah. Because that's a weird thing. Is like there's not as it's just not filled anymore. And, and my question is, is like okay, so that's a AAA affiliate, right? How expensive are jazz games to go to or well, Real think, Salt Lake games? I think they're just better at marketing, to be honest with you. I think you have a bunch of old companies that are giving funneling money to – Larry H. Miller owns the park. Could you imagine if a new age company owned the park that knew how to market? Like Larry H. Miller knows how to rip you off and sell cars. That's it. Do you know what that park used to be called? No. Well, first it was uh, Franklin Covey Field. And then it was Larry H. Miller Ballpark, and now it's Smith's. It's owned by the grocery store. You know, we should uh, eventually buy it and just call it the Beehive. Make it yeah. a, bi big, a big indoor cove. Yeah. That would actually be really cool. That would attract so many people to it, too. If you had this big honeycomb in the middle of the city. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And then, uh, you know, maybe people would pay attention to 
good sports like baseball instead of dumb sports like football. Yeah, football's it's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's a rip off of rugby. And if you don't agree with us or you dislike us for saying that, then that's your prerogative. And if you find us in person, we will either of us will happily tell you to go fuck yourself. Yep. Yep. And they'll be like, we'll shove a football up your ass. And I'll be like, well, at least it'll deflate <laughs> when I throw when I put a baseball bat up your ass. It's not the same story. Exactly. Especially if it's got a little bit of pine tar on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't want that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like uh, angels are second to last in the AL West. But they could overtake the athletics. Okay. I mean, they're going to play five games a series, four or five games a series. So, and hopefully, they come through there. Because what you have to—it's around a hundred wins before uh, World Series, right? It's around. It's a hundred and sixty-two before postseason. Is a how is, many games? Is the games okay? Yeah, hundred and sixty-two games before postseason, and then you got postseason, which uh, lasts uh, late September to mid October, and then you have the World Series. Okay, so when do we hit the next? When do we hit? Because that's the big thing I don't get with sports is the structure. Cause How we, many more games until we start the uh, postseason? Uh, so we're at 84 right now. Gotcha. Okay. So we've got about another 80. Another 80 games? Se- 78, 80 So it's really, uh, really the momentum right now. It could be anyone's World Series. Yeah. I, I mean, there's been comebacks. What what did you say the Yankees were sitting at for their uh their win loss? It's like a fifty fifty four twenty eight. That is a good stat. They're on sure. a uh, they're on a win streak of five right now. And the Astros are what, fifty two twenty two? Thirty two? Uh forty two forty two. No, Astros. Oh Astros. Uh fifty two thirty two. Okay. So as of right now, the Yanks have the biggest win streak out of anyone in the American or Nationals. So they're okay. killing it this year. So go go to uh, National League. Let's okay. see who's uh, the, the Cubs. Cu- the Cubs are doing really well at fifty five and thirty eight. Then you have the Braves in the Eastern Division at fifty thirty four, also respectable. And then the Dodgers at fifty six twenty eight. That's that would be a good game to see the Yankees and the Dodgers. Yeah. I I would be all over that. The Dodgers are on a two-loss streak, though. And the Rockies, that was actually my second pick for this season. The Yankees and the Rockies. The Rockies are 44-39. and 39. And they're on a two-game win streak right now. The only reason I like them is my French teacher was a uh, high school baseball coach, and two of his students made it to the Rockies. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a fair reason to like them. But, yeah, I, th- I the Dodgers are good. This year, for sure. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, baseball's heating up, baby. There's some new guys coming in. The sport's so fine, it's played on diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new rookies coming in that are like 19 or whatever, that are just killing it. Like, that's crazy to me, seeing professional athletes that are coming in younger than me now. Right. It's a strange feeling. It absolutely is, 100%. We're getting pulled over by police that are younger than me. It's just strange. It's a weird thing, man. It only continues to happen more and more. Yeah. 
What is uh how old is Mike Trout? I can't remember. He's uh, I think he's in his mid 20s and mid early to mid 20s and he's well, Let's check. Nick. Uh Mike. Yeah, no, I typed in Nick on accident. Uh but he is uh 27. Yeah, 27. Um but he kind of looks like Andy from the office a little bit if he was beefier. Yeah, he's he's got a few silver sluggers and and whatnot under his belt. I think born in ninety one. Yeah, I think he's got two silver sluggers under his belt and a modest salary of seventeen mil. <laughs> nice modest. I hope he's getting by okay. Yeah, you can only hope. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. That's him. Yeah. For those of you not listening or can't see, he's a white man with two eyes and a baseball cap. And that's about it. Yep. And he's a good baseball player. And if you want to know more, just look him up. <laughs> yeah, he he's really good right now. This guy, did you see the video of out this guy? Albert Pujols? Yeah, how he... his shirt up. Yeah, he gave his jersey, jersey to that... Uh, Kid with kid. Down's syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Awesome. That's cool. I like seeing that stuff in sports. Yeah. And I don't think you see that in football that often. Nope. They're kneeling on their throats instead. They take kids out of the audience and just kneel on their throats, <laughs> grind their knee in. And they're like, I want $2 million for that because cameras were on me. <laughs> and then they have big freaking uh, awards ceremonies in Hollywood afterwards to, to talk about who – Threw balls the best and kicked them. True. Makes no sense. You gonna check our email here, see if we've got anybody sending anything in yet. I have a connection to my phone. We don't have anything. Ah. Uh, it's all voice now. It's all voice through, uh, through freaking Anchor. Anchor. You can just submit things on there now. So they can go to Anchor and submit stuff to us. They can submit stuff to us, and we can respond to it. Uh, and it's free. It costs nothing which is pretty sick uh, because before we were just dumping money into a site that would, you know, hold it ransom. I literally had to pay a different site. I had to pay to get in to download our stuff to put it on Anchor. Really? Yeah, I had to pay uh, like $15 because I let it expire to just get our stuff off and put it up on Anchor, and Anchor will never do that. So, all right. Yeah, we just get it all the time. Do you, do you have the app on there? Can we respond through the app? Yeah, you can download the app. You can respond to the things through there. You can edit your podcast through there. You can like you can record it so you can take it to your friend's house and just record it through your phone and post huh. it instantly. And and anyone that eventually chooses to contact us can contact us through there too. So that's Yeah, you can contact us through there. I like that you can uh you just put it on there and it puts it on like Spotify and iTunes and Google for you. I don't know. It's made it a lot easier. That's for sure. Yeah. We were, how many hours a week were you putting into like making sure everything got published before? Do you, do you remember? Um, I mean, not a lot of time, but enough time that it's, you know, it's nice having anchor because it's just easier. Okay. See, and this is a switch that I was told about last time, but I I didn't know that uh, we could communicate with an actual fan base through it. I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, and there's advertisements. Yeah. Don't forget about that. You don't even have to have any listeners. So. Yeah. Um, 
Unfortunately, though, uh, I don't think we have a fan base. So <laughs> maybe, maybe they're just hiding. Yeah, they're just afraid to come out. Um, but uh, yeah, you said we also are supposed to get paid through them too somehow. Yeah, they pay you through advertisements. So depending on how many listeners you have, they get sponsors for you. They find sponsors for you. Uh, and then they say, hey, sponsors, these guys will talk about your stuff. You just need to pay them a, l- a few pennies every now and then. And they're like, sure. And we will it. literally work for pennies. Yep. So, um, Throw your uh, your whatever. Your pennies. I was thinking of the president on there. Damn it. Lincoln. Lincoln. Jesus Christ. Maybe you should uh, get off the devil's lettuce for a little bit, huh? No, it's definitely the beer. I'll tell you that. You think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How dare you, Sully Beer's name. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it'll be. Uh... And so Caden, like, he opens me up to uh, different things on social media from time to time because he's younger than me and he's more in tune with that. And there was, like, this uh, craft brew society drinking page thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I posted a picture on there, and the moderator got all bent out of shape because it wasn't under the daily drinking No, I got the same message. I got the same message. But apparently, since I wasn't the first person to post, I was, like, out of line for just, like, randomly throwing something up. Um, So you left. Yeah. So I said, fuck them, and I left. And yeah. I mean, like, I ended up leaving too. Yeah, you yep. did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think we should make our own uh, craft drinking, craft beer, or like just drinking page in general. Yeah. For everything, I I mean, I made myself an old fashioned last night. You know. Right. Couldn't have put that on a craft beer page. I think the reason why is because before when the group first came out, it was uh, it was everyone was posting their daily drink and it was fine. Cause there was like four or five people, but now they have over 10,000 people and everyone posting all the time. They were like, fuck We're getting notifications on our phone that everyone's posting. So then they told everyone to post it in the comments. Cause there were so many people. Well, I'm not going to do that. You can auto moderate that, you know, to be fair. And I didn't, to be fair, I didn't see that to be fair, to be fair. I didn't see in the rules when it when it says before you join to read the rules it says post your daily thing in the comment. I didn't see it. So I went on there and posted it on the main page and she puts a comment. That's great, but put it in the drink daily thing. Yeah. And I was like kind of like upset. I got my feelings hurt a little bit. I'm not going to lie, I was a little yeah. bit offended. Yeah, fuck her, dude. But I left the thing because I realized I don't need a Facebook feed. Uh, feeding me different beers I should try when I'm not even thinking about drinking in the first place. <laughs> then I see this thing and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll go. I need some beer now. And then I run and go get some. Yeah. Well, I mean, you not thinking about drinking is like a fish not swimming. Um, at least right now anyway. Well, I always make poor decisions when I drink. I'll start smoking again. Yeah. That's the biggest thing, man. Alcohol is the entryway for cigarettes for me. Especially if somebody has one and offers one. Then I'm like... Alcohol is the entry point for cirrhosis for me. <laughs> That's all right. Or food. Or I'll make impulsive food decisions with alcohol. It's so great that that place is within walking distance. But oh, it's also bells? so bad at the same time. Oh, yeah. There's been many a time we've finished recording and gone and eaten like probably 4,000 calories. Well, it's probably, it's probably better for you than Denny's, and at least you won't have some punk across the thing. 
eyeballing you the eyeballing whole time. you and slamming the table trying to be a little you know stand up yeah trying to be aggressive yeah yeah uh that was a weird experience we we did a hike and ate at denny's afterward and this guy was just like eyeballing me the whole time it's probably because the waiter was was hitting on us and not them that's probably what it was <clears throat> i can't help it if she's into ugly you guys you yeah know? i can't help that man yeah you know it's not my fault that she doesn't want a rave bro yeah exactly the holes in their ear yeah um I look like an angler fish, you know, and if she's into that, then that whatever, man, she's into it. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen an angler fish? I have seen an angler fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Underbite and everything. Yep. It's because it's because they can sense it, man. They look for the guys with scoliosis because that means their wallet's thick. <laughs> 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 they they don't care about your face. Come on. That's they look true. for the curvature of the spine. Yep. And how many degrees off it is. Oh, yeah. he's only a five degree or that's not worth my time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that guy's up at 15, 15? De 15 oh degrees God. of curvature in that lower spine. Hell yeah, sign me up. He's got a lot of credit cards. His credit must be good. It's subliminal. Joke's on them. I'm sitting on napkins 90% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just put my bills in my back pocket. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's, I'm, sometimes I have to put napkins on the other side, though, to level it out, kind of like George Costanza did yeah, in yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, like, big, beefy wallet he had. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, oh. The 15-degree curvature. I do have a small curvature in my spine. I do, too. It so, hurts my back every day. I get up, and I have to constantly adjust try to spit twist pop something that's never gonna pop yep yep that's how my neck has been the last month yeah the well, last month of my life i will be on that list for uh spine transplants when they turn titanium yeah when they can do that oh hell yeah dude could you imagine having a spine that didn't malfunction what was that guy talking about today like um he uh was working on a technology for uh, it's neuro related it's mm -hmm. not it's not osteo related but um since we're in the spine area we talked to this guy he was an engineer and working on a a, a treatment for strokes right yeah. and it was like to do therapeutic hypothermia internally on a stroke victim which slows down their circulation until they can bust up the clot. Okay. <clears throat> and then uh, he said, like, the recovery time was just incredible. It was, like, less than a week for wow. some of these people after their strokes. And uh, the FDA is blocking it because of Big Pharma here. Yeah. So, uh, like, I I couldn't uh, – that wouldn't have been anything that I would have thought of to do stroke treatment personally. Yeah, it's insane. Like the, 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 honestly, that's the biggest thing. A lot of people argue like companies in the free market have so much more understanding, mm -hmm. but it gets blocked, 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 blocked. Yeah. He said like all of their research has happened to be done out of Europe right now because, uh, lobbying and, uh, the FDA putting the brakes on it because they won't allow human trials here. Yeah. 
Yep. It's fine. We can we can try it on fr- the French. Same I thing guess. happened with stem cells. I mean, everyone's just going to fly there. I mean, honestly, if you're you're willing to try it, you're going to do anything you can. Yep. Yep. Stem cells. Uh, but, yeah, therapeutic hypo, internal hypothermia. They do it through uh, inserting a catheter into the superior vena cava and uh, just cold saline, man. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's a way more involved in it than that, but, like, it was really interesting to talk to this guy. He had a yeah. lot of stuff to say yeah (laughs) well when it came to the fda and um ageism in uh in what was he a chemical engineer and the chemical engineering workspace apparently there's ageism going on there yeah i don't know i don't know about probably but yeah uh very interesting guy i forgot what his name was yeah just another thing man yeah, it it is it though. It is a thing. Yeah, it, but the guys that are older should have the authority and the freaking cojones to be like, "Fuck you, youngster." Yeah, that's true. That's how I see it, man. If I'm gonna here's here's the thing. If there's a if I'm an old dude and a bunch of younger people are making fun of me because of my age, who gives a shit? I'm almost done, dude. Who the fuck do I have to? What the fuck do I have to care about? They they still have to go through forty years of life, and I'm sitting there like I'm on the tail end of this thing. Have fun, bitches. Yeah, you know uh, that's true. Uh, unless you're like Cody, who was it like that told Cody that uh, he had a midlife crisis at the age of fifteen because he's fat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cody was like Cody just turned twenty four or five, and he was like, "Holy shit, I'm having a midlife crisis." And his friend Bryce was like. You had a midlife crisis when you turned 15, you fat fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, dude. Yeah. And the way Cody is, he was probably like, yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's true. That's true. And he starts laughing. You're you're correct. He just rolls with it, man. Because he doesn't get offended. That's what I like about him. Yeah, I love Cody for that reason. Like, he just kind of rolls with it. And if he's... He's a very direct person. If there's something that he disagrees with, he's going to let you know. Yeah. Um, or whatever. If, like, yeah, Cody can take a take a couple of jabs well, well, well better than Alex can. Yep. Well, he just moved out, too. Really? Where is he living? Uh, he moved to it with his friend Bryce. that called him the fat fuck. Um, That's going to be a good relationship. And the person that lives with Alex now... Macy? No, 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 no. The person that they got to fill the lease with. Is it the 80-year-old guy? It's not an 80-year-old guy, but it's a 40- or 50-year-old woman from Barbary that Alex knows. So that's going to be great. A and fucking dried-up biker chick. Dude. Well, he's already dating somebody, too, so nothing could go wrong at all. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be a fun from experience. From Barbary? Sure. Yeah. Dude, I can smell the meth when I drive by that place. Well, it's a, he's got a weird fetish of being a law enforcement officer, but being around criminals. So, God, I can't believe they took on a, a like a Barbary groupie, man. Like, yep, I can't either. But you know what? They'll uh, good luck to him. That's all I'll say, man. Good luck to you. I hope you have a great time. With that, though, probably be easier to hang out with Cody now. Yeah. And get him to come out and actually do shit. Yeah. And, unless he's drunk before we get a hold of him. 
Yeah, probably. Kid drinks too much. Way too much. Way too much, Cody. Yeah, we're worried about you, bud. Um, but yeah. So anyway, get over to the Anchor app. Get download that thing and submit us messages because you can yeah. d- you can submit voice messages and we'll put your voice in the podcast so then people can hear the message and us responding to it. Um, yeah, and we'll let you know what episode it's going to be on. Um. If that is an unfeasible thing for you to do, cheapshotdiscussions at gmail.com is our email address. Yep, and uh, yeah, go check it out. Um, The set is underway. Yep, and uh, if you do email us, again, we'll email you back and let you know um, when your question is going to be addressed. But if you can, use the Anchor app because we'd love love it to be a little more interactive and if you can leave voice messages on there, which I didn't know about until today, yep. then uh, that's even better. Uh, but, you know, email also works. Yep. This has been Cheap Shot Discussions. Signing off. Head over to the Anchor app. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs>